Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Father, I pray your wisdom, your direction, your anointing, your spirit today. In the name of Jesus, we're here not just to have a good time, but to hear you. So we pray that you speak to us like only you can in the name of Jesus. Everybody say amen. All right, so forgive me for disrupting the order of service. Visitors, this is not how it normally goes, but we flow in. Look at your name and say, we flow in. We flow in. Amen. We're going to flow. We're going to get right into the word today. We're starting our prep school series today, but it kind of, yeah, amen. Uh, amen. <laughs> I want you all to be excited. It just got a little altered today because of the recent turn of events in our country uh, that I feel it necessary to address. We've done this before, and those of you that have been at LIVE before, you'll hear, hear some things repeated. Uh, however, it's very necessary that we talk and have some dialogue and not kind of overlook or ignore what's going on in our, 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 our land. Amen? All right, we're in the world, but we're definitely not of it. We're not of the world, so we're in no way uh, trying to be of the world, but we have to have understanding. The Bible says, in all thy getting, get understanding. So there, where prep school prepares you for life, for careers, uh, for job opportunities, when you're in prep school, there are specific and, and concentrated areas of education that they focus on to prepare. That's such a nice picture. Can y'all give it up again for Dolce? Your son does a great job here, Pops. I love that picture. And I tried my hardest not to wear the same thing. That's all I, that's all I was thinking about today, that don't wear the same thing in the picture. I got the same tie on, but that's, that's about it. I tried not to wear the same thing in the picture. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're preparing for something. Number one, we came up with prep school. Well, I came up with prep school. Well, God gave me this because we're moving into the Coliseum and there's some things we need to be prepared. I, I do noise all the time, so that don't bother me. Y'all scream, at, you can scream at will. I'm from a Pentecostal church. They scream all the time. They scream over the pastor while he talking. They tell him to preach while he preaching. Preach, preach, preach. I'm trying. So I'm used to all that noise. I'll take it. So because we're moving next door, we really wanted to prepare our minds and our hearts for what that means. Uh, when you move into bigger, it's not always better if you're not prepared. Bigger is not always better if you're not prepared. And the Lord told me this morning, he said, when people come under your leadership, they tap into your anointing. You tap into our level and you actually tap into the season your leader is in. Ooh, See, the Bible says that how the anointing flows from the head, yeah, down to the beard, down to the skirts. So the anointing flows from the head. Uh, I'm not the head of you all's life, but here at Live, we're governing governing this. We, I'm the manager and the steward of this particular ministry. We're the head of this ministry. So you reap from the oil that's upon our lives. Amen. That's why it's important that you pray for your leaders. I just don't understand why people don't pray for their pastors. Because you're praying fresh oil for your life. 
Are you hearing me? If you believe the scriptures, if you believe that spiritually, you reap from the... You ever feel capped off? Uh -uh. Like you just feel like I, you can't go any further because the leader you're under is capped off? I don't mean just church. I mean, it could be a job. It could be friends. Like, man, this is all we got. I need other friends. You understand what I'm saying? Because you only reap from the season of that who you are under. So what that means for a lot of us is we're going to be snatched quickly. There's, a, there's an anointing here. Uh, Minister Sam was telling me this, and it confirmed something. There's an anointing on live for acceleration, 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 quickly, quickly, quickly. My pastor always said the wait is long, but the work is quick. Sometimes you wait, but when it happens, it happens suddenly. It happens fast. So you have to get, we have to get ready. We have to get ready and be prepared for what's coming. So you reap from the season that, that we are in. And we are really in a, a season of grace. We're in a season of health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, physical health, financial health. We're in a season of extreme health right now. And we're really, really being intentional about that as well. So we want you all to, to understand that. We're not here to get one blessing. We're here to be blessed. Period. We don't want to, we, we don't, we don't go in after specifics. We don't go in after the detail. I just want this. No, I want to be the person blessings are attracted to. Are, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I want to be the person that it's a magnet for blessing and a magnet for prosperity and a magnet for wisdom and a magnet for health. I want to be that type of person. So in order for that to happen, it's not just God giving us things. It's God changing who we are. So God can give you that thing. And when that thing wears out, you'll ask for another thing. Then you pray for another two years for that thing. And then you'll pray another five years after you get that. No, well, I don't want that. I want to be blessed. I want to be healed. I want to be wise. So God has to change. I'd rather God change me and all these things are added. It got quiet over here. You understand what I'm saying? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. I do this uh, illustration all the time. There's, a, there's a, a game that my kids had on my phone called, uh, I don't know what it is. What is it called? Subway Surfer? You know about it? Something about it. Okay, so this guy's out there vandalizing, you know, a train, and then the security guard comes out, you know what I'm saying, and he chases him, and he's like, oh, and he's running, he's running, and as you run through all the subway, you got to collect these coins. So you just, you just run in the pathway of the coins, like ding, 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 ding. So that the object of the game is to collect as many coins as you can. That sounds like life, doesn't it? For the world, for the world, that sounds like life. Get as much money as you can. Go for the goal. Go for the goal. Go for the goal. It comes a point in the game. Ubasha, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It comes a point in the game where you see a magnet. It's a hook, like the old school magnets. <laughs> and the coins can be over there and the magnet over there. I always run towards the magnet. I sacrifice those coins to get the magnet. And when you get the good God Almighty, when you jump and get the magnet, every coin on the whole street runs to you. Good God. Look at your name and say, go for the magnet. Go. Don't chase coins or the magnet. Go for the one that draws the coins. I'm not about to be running after every job, that gig. That, no, no, no. Let it come to me. 
I'm, I'm ready to make money in my sleep. I'm ready to be blessed and don't even know it's a check in the mail. I'm ready. Y'all quiet over here. I don't know what's wrong. I'm ready. It ain't just about money, just blessings and good tidings. I'm ready to be at Chick-fil-A. Like, hold on, my phone ringing. For real? Girl, she out the hospital. The cancer is gone. That's what I'm, y'all quiet. That's That's the kind of life that I want to, I want things to be drawn to me. Good things drawn to me. Good tidings drawn to me. And that's what God intends for us. So in order for that to happen, we have to change. We have to change. All right? So that's what we're going to talk about, prepping, getting ready for bigger things. All right? Most of us in here will want a nicer, bigger house or car, but we will ruin it because our minds are still in studio apartment. You, You know what I mean? Most of what we need to learn in this season is unlearning. Double shot. Most of what we need to do in this season is unlearn. Just o- look at your name and say, just open up. Because the things God is about to speak to you, you probably never heard before. The things God is about to tell you and the things he's about to show you, it's probably unconventional. Your family never talked about it. You never had this. But God is trying to expand you. Not just so you can be expanded, because I need to bring you, good God, to a certain place. God prepared Eden. He planted Eden, the garden. He loved Eden. This is beautiful. This garden is all that. God did a good job. He looked at it and said, it's good. Do you hear me? So the thing that God has prepared for you, he loves that too. So God is not going to have you ruin what he prepared. Uh, Okay, y'all not ready for this. So he prepared Adam before he placed Adam. He prepared him, put breath in his body, you know, and said it's, it's very good, placed him in the garden, gave him instruction. All right? So your purpose is already there. Your purpose is there, then God places you in your purpose when you're prepared. So we want to prepare, prepare, prepare. In light of all that, and in light of moving the bigger and better, we got to get ready for, this is what God told me, and I'm going to just say it, and we're going to go. The Lord told me today, as I'm on the side of the road, because my car ran out of gas from the airport. Like, why, right? You sound like my wife. Like, why don't you just get gas? I'm like, but I thought I could make it. You know what I mean? It's 30 miles. We only live 12 miles from the airport. It said 30 miles. So I'm on the phone talking to Minister Steve and Minister Christian. We want to start with it. We want to do this. We want to do this. I looked up like, where am I at? Past my exit. Put the GPS on because I still don't know Orlando. Put the GPS on. Go to this highway. That highway led me to this highway. That highway led me to this highway. And that lot. No gas stations. Let me tell y'all what I did. I prayed. Let me tell y'all what happened. Nothing. Prayer don't solve everything. Get gas. See? See? Y'all ain't even expect that. Tell your neighbor, get gas. Prayer ain't do nothing but settle me. But I was still in that car hot. Get gas. Don't pray for everything. Do something. Don't pray for things you know you can do. Now he's talking. I'm telling y'all. Don't pray for things you know you can do. God will not do what you can do. You do what you do, and he'll do what you cannot do. 
So I'm on the side of the road. I call it a lift. We canceled to give you a better driver that suits you. The lift canceled. Somebody don't hurt. Eight minutes. We canceled to get somebody better to suit you. Okay. 13 minutes. We can't. They kept canceling because I guess I'm on the side of the road and they ain't going to just pick up nobody on the side of the road. But I'm like, I'm stranded. What is lift for? Anyway, thank God for Brother Willis. Raise your hand, Willis. My good friend right here. He came and brought me little two gallons of gas. We put it in the car and I got here. I said all that to say the Lord spoke to me. <laughs> I'm up here praying and God is speaking about church. I'm like, can you, can you help the car, Jesus? He said, tell them to be prepared for two things today. I said, okay, Lord, what is it? He said, darkness and harvest. Right. I was like, what does that mean, Lord? Be prepared for a darkness like you've never seen. And harvest like you've never seen. Get ready for it. Almost simultaneously. So we're going to talk about that this morning. Uh, I had something prepared already. But it kind of like got shook overnight. Because of everything we're going through as well as a country. So be prepared for darkness and harvest. Are y'all ready for this today? I know it's a little heavy. But I mean, man. We've got to talk about it. First scripture, 2 Timothy 3. We know these. We know this. But know this, gotta know this. In the last days, grievous times shall come. Another version says perilous times, which means troublesome times shall come. Men shall be lovers of self. Do y'all see that happening? This is thousands of years ago, but it looks like your social media feed today, right? Men shall be lovers of self. Lovers of money. Every other hip-hop artist just putting their hundreds, spreading it out on the table. Showing they, they, you know, they iced out watches and they, they chains. Lovers of money. I ain't going to talk about nobody, actually. Boastful, haughty, railers, disobedient to parents. <laughs> boasters. I ain't going to mess with that. I like boasters. Boasters, it, boasters the description of boasters is an it's an empty pretender. <laughs> so everybody that boasts around you, you so empty. You so empty. That's why I don't even do social media. You post those three seconds that was great in your life, and we assume that's your whole life. As soon as yourself is done, you start frowning. Boasters are empty pretenders, disobedient to parents, unthankful. That's important to God to be thankful. It must be. Unholy. Mm. Uh, boasters also mean showing oneself above others. Okay, we don't have to go through all that. Let's go to the next one because I got to move quickly. Without natural affection. That can go several ways, but I'm not going there. Implaceable. Slanderers. Let me read slanderers. I think that was pretty cool too. Slanderers. Where is that at? Jesus. Unthankful. Lacking. Without, natural, un without natural affection means unsociable. Withdrawn, inhuman, lacking qualities of sympathy, pity, warmth, or compassion. Yeah, that's what without natural affection means. It means unsociable, withdrawn, lacking qualities of sympathy and pity and warmth or compassion. Uh, slander, a false accuser. Well, it's actually the, the, the actual words false accusers, which means prone to slander. 
incontent, without self-control. I guess these are all the explanations, right? Without self-control, fierce. No lovers of good. Mm. Traitors. Headstrong. Puffed up. Lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God. Do y'all see this? Let's go to the next one. I'm not trying to make you sad. I'm trying to make you aware. Holding a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from these also turn away. What I believe a form of godliness is, like the form of godliness, like uh, 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 they be you believe in God, you speak about God, you speak about the Bible, you're spiritual, but all spiritual is not righteous, it's not holy, which is why God called his spirit the Holy Spirit, because there are other spirits. Okay, so there are spiritualists out there that's oh, and they, and they could feel like they reading right into your life. You're like, oh my God, he on point. I mean, he do that, you know, that Indian whatever. I don't go name nobody's tribe, but he do all that stuff. But you know what? It's kind of cool. That, no, but when they deny the power thereof, the power of the gospel is change. Yeah. So when you see them doing all this talk and no change, they deny the power. You got all the knowledge, but deny the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking ratchet, living, speaking righteous, living ratchet. You know what I mean? Got the form of godliness, but denies the power of the gospel, which changes me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because when you really, when you really have the power of the gospel, you don't have to speak about, you don't have to have the form. You understand what I'm saying? I just am a new creature. You, you understand what I'm saying? So it says from such. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, keep going. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Stay right there for a second. I got 4% on this thing. I'm telling you, this day has just been like that. So I got, it says, having the form of godliness, but denying the power, which means everything we just listed, traitors, heady, heavy-minded, puffed up, da-da-da, lovers of themselves more than lovers of God, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. That means all of this list, including this, having the form of godliness but denying the power. That means, the form of godliness means this is not the world we're talking about. That means when you start seeing this in the church, it's the last days. Woo! Unthankful, unholy, disobedient to parents. That's been happening in the world. Timothy can't be talking about the streets. The streets been lovers of themselves. They've been boasters, but they don't have a form of godliness. They don't care about that. So he must be talking about the pews. Ooh. So I, I, I'm not saying there's anybody in here, but check yourself right now. Am I thankful? I know I don't have everything I want, but do I fall in the category of the last dayites? Yes, I just made that up. It's cool. Just go with it. Do I, do, do I take on the character of the last dayites? Is that me? Am I unholy? Am I lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God? Check yourself because when it comes in the church, the end is near. And it's in the church. It's in the church. It's in the church. So we, we cannot predict, as we talk about Charlottesville, Virginia, right? Do y'all know about that? Who does not know about it? Cool. Five, six, seven people. Good. That means this is on point. Because it's like, what do you address? I don't want to address every little thing, but this is a serious issue right here. Racism is a serious issue. All right? In our country. And we don't need it to be a serious issue in our church. We want that to be outside. Woo! 
I was coming up. I used to come in the house like, hey, mom, coming in from playing ball. Mom, I want, I want, I want two games. The one guy, he almost died. Hey, shut the door. Don't let all my good air out. I'm like, what's good air? Is it air or just? Shut the door, son. Don't let my good air out. Keep it in. It's good stuff going on in here. Keep it in. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So all this stuff should be outside. But now racism, we don't want it to come into the church or this church. Because I don't do that. I don't, I don't do, this is not a black church. I'm going to let y'all know right now. So get mad, pick it, and leave early. All right? We're only almost four months in. If you don't like that, there's a, I think there's an exit right. I think I see it there. Or that way. We're not a black church. We're not a white church. We're not a Hispanic church. We're not an Asian church. We are a kingdom church. What about Shatiobo? Hallelujah. Look at your name and say, get used to seeing me up in here. Period, 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 period. You cannot, the racist acts were, were, were crazy, right? They were about to take down a Confederate flag, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and a white supremacist came and said, hey, our, our people worked hard for this. They worked hard to have this privilege. You're going to take it down? White lives matter. So they picking it around the, the place, excuse me for not having all the details, with torches, hundreds of white supremacists saying, you know, <laughs> white lives matter. White li and of course it got violent. Of course it got crazy. And it's all over everywhere to the point where I was like, I, I got to say something just in case somebody caught wind of it so we can know our posture. Are you hearing me? As believers. So number one, okay, uh, you cannot predict nor uh, 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 control people. You cannot predict nor control people. And if you need people to change in order for you to have peace, that means they control your peace. I'm about to, I'm trying to relax. If you need the system and the government to change so you can have peace, they are your source of peace. Maybe God allows it to be corrupt and disrupt so you won't lean on it. Oh, y'all looking at me funny. God, stri uh, God stripped the children of Israel of bread. When they went through the wilderness, he said, I took the food from you to let you know man shall not live by bread alone. I did that to prove that I'm your source. When you can't grow crops, I'll make food fall out of heaven. And then y'all hearing me in here? So they're your source of peace if you have to change people. But all this stuff is going to happen. I want you all to be prepared for this because this is... I'm probably the only preacher, and I know this is on camera, and I know this is streaming, and I, I'm probably the only one that thinks it ain't going to get better. So let me just announce that at Live, and this is just for us. I mean, I know y'all watching, but man, I don't think it's going to get better. It's been pr prophesied in the Bible. So I'm not surprised. And, 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 and sadly, sadly, very, very, very Oh, I'll talk about that later. Okay, I'll say it now. But when I bring it up at the end again, y'all got to act like it's your first time hearing it. Sadly, one of the young ladies that were protesting for the blacks, a white uh, young lady, died. Protesting for black rights. Died. So everybody's posting, oh my God, we're so sorry. And my heart goes out to her. 
family. My heart goes out to her friends and everybody that loved her dearly. No one deserves to be killed, especially from, for hate and prejudice. That's, that's, that's demonic. It is evil in its purest state. And God is not pleased with that. How be so ever? There's a greater responsibility for not just the church. Her. I don't know who's coming back next week. So just get used to me and you in these two seats. You hear? And it's not in the Bible to fight for your rights. So when you do that and there are casualties, we ask for certain things. If there's a tornado, we're going to run for cover. Nobody's going to run to the tornado. Because you're asking for your own demise. Okay. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, sometimes it's best to stay in the house. I'm sorry, y'all, but I've got to say it. The responsibility is on, uh, okay, the house. As for me, period. You can't control people, but you control you and your house. You don't have influence over everybody like that. You ever be in a fight or, or know somebody that was in a fight? Sorry. Know somebody that's in a fight and you try to stop them? And, babe, just try to stop me. Oh, get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Sorry, babe. I'm sorry. Even people that has influence on you, when they're in a certain vein, they'll lash out against you. So your job is not to try to use your influence to stop people from fighting. Your job is to run for cover. Boom. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and we are safe. Look at somebody say run for cover. Trying so hard to be brave and prove, you don't got to prove nothing. I don't got to prove I'm black to nobody. I just exist. Look at your neighbor and say, just exist. You ain't got to prove how amazing you are, how talented you are. How, uh-uh. You ain't going to run over me. I'm not a doormat. Don't prove yourself. You're asking for trouble. And just because your adrenaline is running doesn't mean you have the skills to handle that type of trouble. I don't know why I'm talking like this when I'm talking. You think you can fight because your adrenaline is up. You think you can fight. <laughs> you just got all them Bruce Lee movies in your mind like, okay, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. So that one hit bop, and you just see all the Looney Tunes like, hey, buds, funny. I didn't know you was here. Our response as people of God, number one, humility. 
we don't like it, but it's the word of God. If my people shall what? Who belongs to God? Right, so God is looking at you like, that's my people. That's my people. They call by my name. First thing you do is protest. Humility is first. Not flexing. Oh, never mind. I, I knew it was going to be like this today. That's why I want to come. I'm like, why Virginia do this to me? I had a good lesson. Why they do this to me? But now I got to tell y'all the real. I got to tell you. We're so prideful, we're going to make the situation worse. We're so stubborn and arrogant. Like, nah, that ain't right. It, it been not right. For hundreds of years. Why are we fighting for the rights that we didn't even establish? <laughs> we didn't establish the law. You understand what I'm saying? We didn't establish the law. Thomas Jefferson, whoever, they did it. Or Abraham, I don't know how it happened. I wasn't paying attention in history class. It's teachers here, ask them. Oh, she right there, okay. But we're going to get so boastful and so angry. And I want to talk about that. Because nothing we do will directly affect the system. We've been picking it since Dr. Martin Luther King. We've been protesting since 50 years. And I'm not saying there has been no progression. But at some point, you're going to think, okay, that's not going to change immediately. But what can change immediately is me and my house and our perspective. So I'm going to raise up a new generation, a new culture that respects and loves all people. That comes to people with humility, even if being wronged. Okay. My responsibility is my house, not the D.C. and Washington and Trump. So every day you're going to wake up mad like, going to work. Why? It's going to be like that till you die, and then your kid's going to be like this if you don't teach them. And then your grandkids going to be like this, and everybody's going to walk like that. Change what you can change. If they stop racism, you still broke. Okay. There are other things to worry about. You're still unhealthy. Work on what you can work on instead of channeling, channeling that energy towards anger. Because it's easy to be mad. You can express that. You can express anger. That's why everybody goes to that. That's the easy out. Because we don't express love. We don't express good thing. We don't express health in our thoughts and in our heart and in our body. We eat McDonald's fries because we don't express health. Yeah, let's talk. We don't express financial wisdom. We buy all the latest sneakers. We buy all the latest everything and got five dollars in the bank. But it's easy to get mad because I can express that. I know what I'm talking about. So let's get mad at all the white people. Let's get mad at all the black people. Let's get mad. That's easy. Because I got so much stuff I need to fix. I'd rather focus on that. 
That's why Joshua said, yo, miss me with that. As for me and my house, serve who you want to serve. Protest what you want to protest. Get mad at what you want to get upset at. Be angry at what you want to be angry about. i got enough stuff in my house to deal with. Who cares if racism exists? Me and my wife keep arguing. i got to fix that. Racism ain't going to fix your marriage. Y'all don't want it. Y'all don't want it. And some people are just mean whether racism exists or not. You're just a mean usher. A non-racist mean person that nobody likes. So we got all this energy and adrenaline for stuff that don't directly... I'm not saying be careless and oh my God, it's so bad. The poor you'll have always. That's Jesus' response. Poor mentality, that's going to be here. I want to follow you, Jesus, but I got I to gotta go handle these dead things. Let the dead... Let the dead bury the dead. Let the non-believers handle that protest. Let the dead handle dead issues. Let the ratchet handle the ratchet. What y'all doing involved in that? Let the dead... Y'all don't want Jesus. They don't want Jesus. We want church. Jesus is a Jesus. He don't play. He don't care about all the stuff we care about. Let him have it. That's what they care about. And racism stems from fear. And they have fear because they not have accepted. They have not accepted my perfect love. Okay. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Y'all ready? This is true, y'all. So while we all on the line telling, this is crazy. Our government has not changed. So it's okay for the it's okay for him to do it, but it ain't okay for the black person. Then the, then the cops get on, they kill us, but you before social media it was happening. Now we just know about it. And it's happening on worse and deeper levels. There's child trafficking going on and governmental. Oh, okay. There's so much heinous stuff going on. If we were to protest everything, well, we won't just sell your house because you're going to be outside every day, all day. If you're going to protest every lie, man, just get ready. And while we talk about that, people lie in your house. So what's worse? Like, okay. Challenging the liar who we have to live by or challenging the liar we have to live with. It's like... <laughs> We're majoring in them. You feel me? Yes, Trump might have lied. Well, I, we don't know yet about some stuff, but your daughter lied. She's three years old. Fix that. See? Because maybe Trump was a little liar. Maybe he was a three-year-old liar, and they said, oh, he's a kid. He's crazy. Donald, stop it, Donnie. Dee Dee, stop it, Dee Dee. Maybe he was a liar until he got in the office. So check your little liar. I shouldn't have came today. I should have stayed home. The Bible says, arise, shine, arise, shine, arise. Tell your neighbor, get up, shine. Your light is come and the glory of 
is risen upon thee. Tell somebody the glory is on me. Say it again. The glory of the Lord is on me. Might not be on my block. Might not be in my country. Might not be in the White House. Might not be in Virginia. But it's on me. I feel it. The glory is on me. Tell your neighbor you got glory on you. I see glory on you. I see glory on you. I see glory on you. The Lord is with you. He's on your side. If it had not been for the Lord on your side, where would you be today? If the Lord withdrew his hand, withdrew his mercy, where would you be? Let me tell you the only... I know I'm hype. I know I'm loud, but I got to get loud real quick. The only reason why you're here today is because the glory of the Lord is upon you. So arise. Shine. Your light is coming, the glory of the Lord is upon you. For behold, behold means look. Look, y'all. Darkness shall cover the earth. Not just America. Darkness is going to cover the earth. All right? It says, look at this. Don't be naive. Arise means wake up. Wake up. Stay woke. You hear me? Look at your name and say, stay woke. Stay woke. Darkness shall. My dad used to always say, I mean, my dad, LT used to always say, God's shells are always loaded. That was my dad's joke. My dad said that. Okay. Uh, I know it's corny, but it's my dad. You know what I'm saying? Darkness shall. It's going to happen, and it already is. Cover the earth. And we're worrying about Virginia and America. It's going to cover the earth. And worse darkness shall be upon the people. Look, gross darkness to people. Now, I don't know who's worse sometimes, the devil or humans. Devil can throw you an idea, and by the time we get done with it, yeah, y'all missing what I'm saying, bro. By the time a human gets done with the little ratchet idea, oh, we mastered that thing. We don't, we, I don't know what's worse, a human or the devil. Yeah. Gross darkness to people. So the people will be darker than the t dark times. But. <laughs> Woo. But. The Lord shall rise upon you, not the earth. You see that? Darkness is on the earth. God is on you. I'm not going to hit you with the mic, but I want to so bad. Darkness in Virginia, but God is on you. Darkness in America, but the Lord is on you. Look at somebody say, the Lord is rising on me. He's rising. The Lord shall rise upon thee. Don't worry about how dark it is outside. You got the light on the inside. Are you hearing me? And not only is his light on you, not only are you going to be blessed in the midst of all this darkness, but his glory shall be seen on you. Every uh, Y'all not ready? Everybody's going to notice how blessed you are. Everybody's going to wreck. Glory is always seen. Glory is always seen. Glory is always seen. Everybody's going to know what's going on in your life. Why are you so happy? Why are your marriage so good? Why are things working out? Well, let me tell you, I put my trust in the Lord. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. But we're going to remember the name of the Everybody that trusts God, scream, right? Yeah. 
Say your name. It's real dark outside. But it's real bright up in here. Shine bright like a diamond. I need all the people I live to start shining in here. Just start praising the Bohosha. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him like it's light everywhere. Praise him like it's daytime everywhere. Stay lit. Stay lit. Stay lit. Let your light so shine. Stay lit. We are the light of the world. Tell your neighbor, stay lit. It's supposed to be dark outside. It's supposed to be dark. Oh my God. I'm not mocking it. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. The, the people are on racism, on hatred. They hated her so that they killed her for nothing. Remember Jesus? Remember Jesus? Jesus said, for which good thing do you want to punish me for? Because <laughs> only, I've only done good things. <laughs> Woo! So this is not the first time innocent good people die for no reason. I'm not saying let's not be sympathetic or empathetic. Please understand this, this message in totality. But don't be shocked. Don't be surprised. Do all you can do so that it won't be your house. Quiet. It got quiet for some strange reason. Just make sure it ain't your house. We're going to hear more stuff. It's going to get worse. They, we, we, we're going to, it looks like we're going to war. Period. North Korea been threatening us for decades, it seemed like. But now Trump get in office like, I'm not your normal president. Yeah, I'm about to show you. So you're about to see a power so strong that has never been seen. I'm like, Trump, shut up. <laughs> I wish they just had me on FaceTime on his phone. <laughs> shut up. Now it looks like we're indefinitely going to war. The Bible says in the last days there will be wars and rumors of Yeah, so this ain't nothing new. Don't be surprised. That's all I'm saying, Liz. We're not shaking. We're not shook. God said it. And now I'm about to shout, but I don't want to, but I might. It, oh God. Darkness is coming. Gross darkness to people. We see that, right? Traitors, liars, unthankful, unholy, disobedient to parents. We see that, right? If that part of the Bible is true, Let me flip the page. My God shall supply. All of my needs. So all the devil is doing is proving the whole Bible to be true. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. Let me encourage you now. If we believe the bad, believe the good. You're going to be blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed when you come. Blessed when you go. By his stripes, you're healed. No weapon. No weapon. Form against yourself prosper. If that's true, everything got to be true. So why are you not praising? Why are you not screaming? Why are you not? 
all be true. How? How? How can one part, Mona, be verbatim, but not the good part? So the Bible only foretells negative. I'm glad some of this stuff. No, I'm not glad for the people. But I'm glad that the Bible has proven itself to be true. Because if that page is true, I can flip the page and say, this got to be true too. As you sit down, say it's all true. All right, let me get out of here. The Lord shall rise upon you, and his glory going to be seen. Uh-oh, here we go. This is where I'm going next week. And the Gentiles are coming. The world is coming. <laughs> We're not moving in the Coliseum for nothing. <laughs> we moving because the Gentiles are coming. I felt like Paul Revere today. The Gentiles are coming. The Gentiles are coming. Tell your neighbor the Gentiles are coming. The, the kings are coming. I feel a Paul Revere anointing in here. Apostle Paul Revere. The first part can't be true and not the end. Gentiles will come to the light. Kings are coming. Kings. And we're getting a little taste of it. Now, little people who are respected in high places. And, you know, I got a lot of celebrity friends, but even beyond that, they're coming. We got to get ready to receive them. But that's not my point today. Darkness. Expect darkness. Prepare for darkness. Here we go. I'm done after this. Go back to the other scripture real quick. Because I don't want them to see it yet. So what's happening is God has finished showing off his power in Egypt. He did nine plagues so far. And he's satisfied. He's like, 10 is enough. I just wanted to show y'all what I got. Because the Bible says God hardened Pharaoh's heart. That means he has some more stuff to do. Because Pharaoh would have let him go. But hold on, I want them to see this. I want them to see this. Hold on, hold on. I want them to see this. I want them to see this. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I want them to see my power. I want them to see it. So now he's telling them, he's giving them instruction. Put the blood on the doorpost. We know that. Stay in the house. Because now, now go to it. Here we go. Well, no, that's not it. That's not the scripture. Go before that. There's nothing in between. Before that. Okay. Well, basically saying go in the house, stay in the house. The death angel will pass by the house. We know the story, right? And when he sees the blood, when I see the blood, I'll pass by the house. Death will pass when I see the blood. Okay? Mm. And I always say the blood is an outward sign that there's a believer inside. <laughs> where's your blood at? I know you're a believer, but where's the blood? Where's the outward sign? Quiet on this side. Let me go back over here. God know my heart. He needs to see it now. We, we hide behind that. God knows my heart. That's the thing he's trying to change. Where's the outward sign? that I believe on the inside. I feel that thing, but I'm not going to preach it. 
So now he says, go and now, now he says, now you can go to the next one. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt because everybody's firstborn is going to be dead. Cattle, sheep, sons, dead. There's going to be a great cry throughout. Somebody say all the land. All say it again. All the land all of Egypt. Egypt is a country. Okay? So the whole country is going to be crying. I laugh at stuff like this. Throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it. Never happened before like this. Have they cried so hard. They crying. They welling in the street. But there's another but right there. I feel like running against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue. I'm going to break it down. Against man or beast that you may know that the Lord has put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Okay. Okay. So there's a difference between everybody else in this country and the believers. There's a difference between everybody else in the country and then the ones that got blood on their door. Y'all quiet. <laughs> Y'all must not have a bloody house. Say anybody I got blood in my house. The blood of Jesus is over my family. The blood of Jesus is over my career. The blood, no, shot. The blood of Jesus is over my mind. The blood of Jesus is over my relationships. That's why uh, I'm exempt from death. I'm exempt from sickness. I'm exempt from what the country experiences. Believers become exempt when you show signs that you believe. It's time to show it now, Liv. It's time to show it. This is not in my heart. I, no. The death angel don't respect hearts. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible talks about, oh, we won't talk about it. The Bible talks about people that were not even fully uh, Hebrews that were protected. The Bible says they came out with a mixed multitude. Oh. So you're not even a fully a believer, but you probably became friends with the Israelites. They told you what's going to happen. You put blood on your house. Okay. God respects his word. Whether you saved or not, if you got blood, okay. Y'all don't like this kind of teaching. I know, I know. All you got to do is obey me. And we'll work out the kinks. It's going to be such horror. Such terror in our country, I mean in Egypt, that the whole country is going to be crying and wailing like we've never heard before. I don't know if it's because of a bomb, a missile, I don't know what's about to happen. But this whole country is about to be filled with tears. I see the Statue of Liberty with tears in her eyes. I see, I see it. I see, I see, I see the wailing. I see, I see the terror. I'm not trying to throw, you just read the Bible. I'm not trying to give you nothing that I ain't read. I see a cry wailing, but we will not, but peace in the house of the believers. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, leave the chaos outside. It's going to happen outside. It don't threaten you. It's going to happen at the White House. It don't affect you. It's going to happen in Virginia and somewhere else. And somewhere. It happened in Orlando a couple last year. Post nightclub, hate crime. It's going to happen. Are y'all hearing me? 
but it shouldn't affect our house. Chaos and screaming outside. Another translation says in my closing, another second closing, another translation says, but it's going to be so much peace in the house of the believer that not even a dog is going to bark. Now, I got a dog. And anytime a dog hears noise, they bark. They start howling like the cries. Like if a woman is like, oh, they mock the noise they hear. It's going to be noise and crying and turmoil and tragedy all over your house. But it'll be so peaceful in your house, the dog won't even be affected. And he got dog ears. Y'all quiet. Y'all don't know. He can hear real good, but it's going to be so secluded, so protected, so covered, so peaceful. Not even a dog is going to recognize. Anybody ready for that kind of peace? They could be running outside your house with pitchforks and torches and knives and cars and looting. And you in the house like, I don't like this movie. Change the channel. We have to watch this again, babe. Let's watch something. You just be in the house chilling, eating popcorn. Because there's blood on your house. Tell your name, there's blood on my house. The blood was their holiness. The blood is what set them apart. Come out from among them. Be separated. Holiness is so important because destruction is coming to the masses. So when we separate ourselves from the masses, it's not just separation, it's protection. I said it all the time. You got to know what I'm talking about. I say it all the time. If, if God... Yeah, I uh, what, what car did I use? I don't know what car to use. Somebody shout out a car that you don't like. You don't like Nissans? Does anybody own a Nissan in here? Another car, please. <laughs> a Pinto. Anybody have a Pinto? Yes. <laughs> Jesus is in a Mercedes Benz going to the Millennium Mall, enjoying his day. The guy driving a Pinto hates Jesus, hates Mercedes, but he's boom, runs into Jesus, kills him. You killed my son, sin? I mean, Pinto? Sin, I mean, Pinto, you gonna kill my son? Okay, okay, okay. What, the day is coming, I'm destroying all pentos. Oh, the day is coming. I'm going to destroy sin, I mean pentos for good. After what it did to my son, every sin, I mean pinto in the world, I'm destroying it. That's God's promise because he hates sin, I mean pentos, because it killed his son. If when he decides to kill pentos, it would be your best interest to not be in sin. I mean, in a pinto. Y'all quiet for some reason. I... Look at your neighbor and say, get out! get out! So sin is not just about living right. Protect yourself. God is coming for that. He's about to destroy that. Get out of it! Your holiness is you getting out the pinto.
Get out the pinto. So when God comes to destroy the country or whatever he's coming after, it'll be in our best interest not to be in it. Are you understanding? Now it's for safety and protection now. It's best that I don't fornicate for my protection. Because when I do, I'm open to diseases, sickness. I'm just open to it. But when I do it God's way, I'm covered by the blood. Are you hearing me? He said, put the blood on your house. He said, don't leave the house. Read it. Don't leave the house. So if you hear all this crying in Egypt, I'm done, y'all. Thank you for listening. If, he, if you hear all this crying in Egypt and all this wailing, oh, oh my God, my son too. Ma, ma. Who will go outside? What happened? Who, I'm not doing that. I, I'm not doing that. I'm a, I, my peak game is going to be on fleek. I'm going to be through them blinders like, what's going on? Look at your name and say, get your peak on fleek. I'm not going out peak, but I ain't going. I'll look to remind myself how blessed I am. I'll look to remind myself I'm so glad I obey. I'll peak. I ain't going. Get your peak on fleek. Fleek peak. Stop playing with in church. Get ready for the darkness, y'all. Prepare yourself for the darkness. Emotionally, spiritually, financially. We talked Wednesday about something very unconventional. We talked about, man, oh, I'm broke. I ain't got no money. I can't eat. Well, why don't you grow your own crops? See, but you, ha you have to change your appetite, your, your whole being to accept that type of provision. God conditioned the earth to give you food. We'd rather somebody else do it and pay them. Power comes when we compartmentalize economy. Okay, I'm talking too much. Influence shifts, not when we protest, but when we change where our money goes. Now, that's another, that's another sermon. I talked to... Say who I talked to last night? No, I'm not going to say it. I talked to somebody last night. He was like, yo, all this protest and stuff is good. It's cool. But if we don't shift our money, who's over there praising? Thank you. I'm glad you're here this morning. Come back anytime. <laughs> now that's how I sound. When we shift where our money goes. So what? Seeds cost way less than McDonald's. Grow your own. See, we don't like that, though. I don't want to. I, don't, I, don't, I like Chick-fil-A. Okay. So you are broke. You are poverty. Here, not in your pocket, here. If you sick, got cancer, diabetes, they're going to give you your diet in the hospital. You're going to hate it, but you're going to live. Did, did you? Get ready for darkness emotionally, spiritually. I'm going to say all this stuff later next week. And get ready for harvest. Harvest. Harvest never comes to you. You always got to go get it. You got to collect it. Before you come into harvest, there's some preparation. That's why the wilderness came before the promise. Are you hearing me? Because there are some things. Could you just start playing? Because I'm just going to keep flowing. Like y'all ain't got nowhere to go. 
we talked a, a while ago about having a new nature. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, new nature. So you come out of Egypt because of your new nature. But you don't come into the promise until you have a new nurture. What nurtures you? What nourishes you? Nurture. What nur nurture? What, when you hear the word of God, what feeds that seed? How do you nurture the words you got? Because he brought them out of Egypt to establish another atmosphere. So isolation and being by yourself is important to remove that culture out of you. To put a new culture in you. Whatever nurtures you is your culture. It's what cultivates you. Are you hearing me? Maybe not play right now because they're loving you're playing too much and they're not hearing me. Yeah. So after you come out, there's a, there's a rewiring that has to happen. You have to find other things to nurture the new nature. You can't nurture the new nature with old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we come in here, we hear the word, glory, whoa, I'm changed, hallelujah. And we go back to our old atmosphere where they partying, they chilling, they doing their thing over here. Yeah, Yo, you good? Yo, you heard it? Yeah. And we're nurtured by this. So the seed is never growing. We have nothing reaffirming what we heard. You have to nurture the seed. You got to feed the seed to get results. So that's how you could be in church 20 years and not see the hand of God in your life. Period. Period. It's not just a new nature. You got to have a new nurture. What cultivates you? What cultivates you? Whatever cultivates you is your culture. So when God separates us, it's often to cultivate us and give us a new culture. Culture, the word means, simply put, the way. The way is a new way. Everybody has to talk, but depending on your culture determines the way you talk. You feel me? Okay, so you feel me is my culture. That's Philly. I don't know if y'all say that down here. Are you feeling me? I don't know what y'all say down here. But feel me? That's like Philly, Jersey, Kent. That's where I'm from. That's my culture shapes my speech. It's the way I talk. Everybody has to talk, but my way is established by my culture. Everybody has to walk, but your way is established by your... What's up? You good? Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. You good? You got to, <laughs> we walk differently based on culture. Are you understand what I'm saying? So it's a way. It's a way. But Jesus comes and says, I am the culture. I mean, I am the way. Y'all not ready? I am the culture. I'm the example. I'm the way you love. I'm the way you handle haters. I'm the way you handle people that lie on you. How do I do that? Jesus. How do I do that? Jesus. Well, how do I? Jesus is the culture. How do I forgive people that did me wrong? Jesus. How do I overcome obstacles? Jesus! We're establishing a Jesus culture here. I love that. We're establishing Jesus culture. How you do business? Jesus. <laughs> How do you succeed? Jesus. How do you handle failure? Jesus. How do you handle... Uh, Jesus. So in this time, when we're preparing, he's reshaping our culture. 
and reshaping what nurtures. Now you can play. Thank you. I'm done. I think I'm emptied for now because I hear the next sermon creeping up. And I don't want to keep you off for another two hours. But at least I got something to say. Isn't that good? Thank you. Mother, thank you, mother. Thank you. Y'all, I love you, mother. We, I love you, too. Don't play with her. That's my girl right there. Watch out for darkness. Be prepared for it. Take note of what nurtures you. What way have you adapted? You start talking like people you hang around, you know? You start talking like shows you watch. You start talking like quotes you, you scroll past. What nurtures you? If it doesn't nurture what you heard today, you'll never reap from what you heard. You feel me? You'll never see it. So don't get mad. I've been going to church 20 years. You never nurtured anything you heard. Never. It's like planting a seed over there and never going back over there to water it. And mad ain't no tree over there. It's time to see trees in your life, man. Are y'all hearing me? It's time to see trees in your life. Jesus, oh God. Okay, I gotta go, for real. I gotta go. Jesus was upset that the tree, the fig tree, did not have fruit. Like you look like you got fruit. You come to church every week. Then I come to you and I expect to hear some substance and you got nothing. You've been in church 15 years and I come to you and you got nothing. Jesus cursed the tree, but look how he cursed it. Okay, I'm done after this. Seriously, come get me, babe, right now. Look how he cursed the tree. He didn't say you're not going to grow any figs from now on since you didn't have any. He said no man will eat of thee again. No man will eat of thee again. No one will use you again. Nobody's going to come to you again. Your business will always be open with no customers. Nobody's coming to you. Nobody's coming to you. And the next time they saw it, it withered away. Because when I'm not needed, I wither. When my gift is not active, I wither. When nobody wants my vision, I wither. That was the curse. Nobody's coming. That's worse than... Okay. You're expected to have fruit. Please don't come to church next year, next week, without even cultivating, feeding the seed. Water it this week, y'all. This is your homework assignment. I'm saying it soberly for a reason. I'm telling y'all right now. Preachers, I was just there last. I was just there. Preachers can get you. I mean, I could turn this right now and be like, because you'd be like, ah! Because that's, we're not doing that. I want you to soberly think about this. What, what, what did he say that I need to see? What, I know I talked for an hour. What was said in 60 minutes that you want to see in your life? You ain't got to want to see everything. But when he said, when he said that darkness is outside but the glory is on me, I want to see that. Nurture it. What does the glory mean? What does it mean? That, nurture it. And you'll see it. You'll see it. Today, I don't want us to fear. The world's going to get darker, but we're going to be good. Are you hearing me? We're going to be all right. I'll tell you that, but we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We're not worrying about it at all. Don't worry about it. Do your part. 
Secure your house. Secure your house. As for me and my house, teacher, kids, teacher. Father, I thank you that your glory is upon us. That live is exempt from chaos. Yeah, I said live, live is exempt from chaos and destruction. You will never see destruction in your house. You will never have chaos in your house. For the God you serve is the Prince of Peace. So we stand on that word and we believe it in the name of Jesus. And we pray for all those affected by hate crimes and all the just evil that is in the world. We pray that their hearts turn to you in the name of Jesus. We pray for Charlottesville, Virginia and everybody across the world. We pray for President Trump that you give him wisdom in the name of Jesus to lead our country. But if not, the government shall be upon Jesus' shoulders anyway. So we follow you, Lord! Protect us, provide for us, keep us healthy and wise in Jesus' name. If you agree with that prayer, clap your hands and say amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.